This is the Independent Dealer Podcast. Education by dealers for dealers. Now, here are your hosts, Luke Godwin and Jeff Watson. Hello and welcome to the Independent Dealer Podcast brought to you by Buckeye Dealership Consulting. It has been a great, great start to the year, Luke. How about you? Your January was amazing. February is just rocking and rolling. Well, yeah. I mean, you were on vacation for half of it. Of course, it's good for you. But, oh, yeah, I wasn't uh, talking about sales. I was talking uh, about my tan. Oh, your tan is looking great, buddy. You're not yeah. you're not blinding me with your big dome right now. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's been a little slow on the retail side and the buy here, pay here side as far as selling cars. Um, we brought in some experts, some guys we know that know the retail space and they know the the struggles that I think a lot of dealers are facing right now as we kind of like hold our breath, waiting to see if there's going to be a tax time. Yeah, Luke? Yeah, and but you know, it, it seems like retail dealers that know what they're doing and they do it the right way, they they seem to make it through even when times get tough. And if you're like me, sometimes I, I root for these tough times to root out the bad dealers and the people who don't do it right so we can make more money. So, you know, with that being said, Hubert, thanks for being on the podcast again. And reintroduce yourself and the special guest you got with you. Okay, great. Thanks. It's good to be with y'all again. My name is Hubert Keller. Uh, the dealership I have is called Keller's Auto Sales. We're in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Um, we've been open, I think, eighteen years now, um, and uh, it's been it's been up and down, but so far so good. I mean, we're we're um, I think we did. 1160 cars i think it was last year so we average about 100 a month and this is john i brought john on because i'm more of the uh, wholesale buying side john's my brother-in-law uh we married sisters <laughs> and uh he got the younger one i got the older one but anyway <laughs> um yeah i got the bossy one um so, but I won't it, comment. But yeah, he better not comment. It'd be in trouble. I'm always in trouble. Um, so, but yeah, he he started in sales and he still is in sales. He's more active in sales than anything, but he does manage the front end and then I kind of stay in the back. So John will have a good insight to, you know, the financing, the the numbers, that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's, and that's the nutshell. You know, we 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 try to we were trying to break this 50-50, Jeff, with uh some buy here, pay here, some retail dealers, and it's great to have retail dealers on. But you know, in the last six months, what we've been hearing, Jeff, is how it's getting harder and harder to be the retail dealer when interest rates are going up, banks are pulling out. Um, is that what y'all are seeing? Well, to be quite honest, um, the way Hubert has you know started this whole dealership, um, yeah, we do see a lot of you know, people a little cautious about the interest rates, things like that. But we're in this little niche market where you we're still in a, everybody still needs a vehicle, but interest rates aren't that vital when, you know, we're 10, 12, 13, $14,000. Maybe so when you're going to buy 30, $40,000 pre-owned vehicle, they may hit a little harder. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we're still seeing some, some pullback, but I mean, not to the not to the extent of what you know I'm seeing online through through other dealers. What uh, so your average price is in that fifteen thousand dollar range? I'd say yeah, we're that's kind of like our our comfort you know comfort spot. 
Yeah, like everybody, it's moved up over the years. We were we used to be in the eights, and then the last few years, I would say definitely in the in the thirteens. I think we did a little little report. I think that's kind of right where we are. Mm. And that's, that's great. Right. So, what percentage you were saying? If you, most of your cars are landing right in that teen range, what what percentage of those would you say are cash purchases? over people getting loans from banks because you do seem like you're kind of in that spot where yeah there's probably some people who could just straight out pay 10 or 12 or 15 grand for a car and then there's the rest of the world that still has to finance something like that where do you guys land so so month to date for example we are almost we're only six off we're at 22 finance 16 cash Hmm. um that's strong is that normal yeah Last okay. month we were, you know, 58 and 35, but I pulled last year, last year we were 624 finance and 447 cash. Yeah. What was that? What was the finance deal? I'm sorry. You it was six, 624 and 447. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you we, know, do six, a, we do an awful lot of, yeah. 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 That sounds, um, sounds about right. Is does that change since interest rates have gone up, or is it is it always been that? It's to be honest, it's always been just about there. Hmm. What we do you do, else? We, we we do a lot of you know, and people ask. I mean, we do our fair share of finance, but I mean, we you know, most of these dealers they want a finance deal. You know, we like all the deals. You know, finance we like cash. We we like them all. Yeah. Have you? Um, what is the average interest rate that you're seeing right now uh, with customers that are financing? Hey, everybody, real quick. Uh, make sure you guys are signed up for Buy Here, Pay Here United 2024, happening April 23rd through the 25th at the Bellagio in Las Vegas. going to be a lot of fun, Jeff. You and I are going to be wrapping up every day, going back over the things everybody learned during class. Um, there's a There's a Spanish track. There's an English track. There are... A lot of great speakers, a lot of dealers trying to teach you how to do it their way. And and these dealers are really, really solid operators. You'll learn a lot. You'll meet us. You'll get to hang out, be in Vegas, and uh, we'll see you there. What is the average interest rate that you're seeing right now uh, with customers that are financing? Um, Your prime buyers are, you know, eight, you know, eight to nine percent. You know, the lowest rates that I've seen are in the sevens. You know, and, and that's not even considered, you know, a couple, couple years ago, that wasn't considered low. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. We do. We are our number one bank right now is Capital One. Capital One. Yeah. yeah Capital that's, that's One is, is who's probably given us our best prime prime buyers. What? It, so uh, that's prime, I guess, with you're seeing in those, uh, those eight to nine. I mean, what are, so you know, what are so-called subprime rates right now? Um, we're seeing, you know, mid to upper teens, um, yeah. you know, through some of those and some of those lenders, we have to go to like finance companies, you know, that's when you, when you step into a different, you yeah. know, tier. You're, ta- you're talking about lower, like, uh, uh, sh- local shops to get those bought. I think like yeah, Landmark. Your one, well, your Landmark financials, Landmark. your one main financials, uh, yeah. your professionals, those kind of things. Yeah. Have you noticed any kind of a general tightening even across the board between the prime and the subprimes? Are they are they getting harder to underwrite? Are they scrutinizing your deal more? Not necessarily. Um, I, I would say there's one of our lenders in South Carolina. They only do South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. 
they we have seen them kind of tighten the reins on just overall approvals. Um, Capital One, they haven't their deals are pretty much straightforward. They haven't tightened the reins. They haven't, you know, the only thing that we've seen from Cap One is just the the rate hikes. Um, but I mean, that's not just us, but the deals are pretty, pretty straightforward. Have you, yeah. have you lost any big lenders in the last 12 months? No, no, we haven't lost any. We lost that Wells Fargo deal. I think I said something yeah, about yeah, that, but that's been, yeah, it's been a while ago. Yeah. I nothing, think, I think really. they just, I think Wells yeah, Fargo just, just got out. Yeah. Independence. They got out of independence, but you know, um, yeah, but nobody else. I no, we there. haven't lost anybody. That's that's interesting because I think that that probably shows that y'all have been around long enough to to weather the storm. So there, nobody's getting getting too crazy. Hubert, what do you, what do you see on the on the wholesale side? Um, cars easier yeah. to buy than they were this time last year? I don't know. I think I went a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you saw my lot right now, there's cars everywhere. Same, so same here. I, same here. Okay. Okay. So we're trying to fix them all, but yeah, I bought a lot um, going into this and uh, we've sold, you know, sold pretty good, but um, I have definitely noticed in the last, like, like I was in Orlando yesterday in Jacksonville to two sales I go to and I didn't get a car and I would have normally gotten, you know, 13 or 14 cars out of that just just because well one like you i've got a lot of cars so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna reach for them as much as i might have um just because i've got a lot i need to sell so and to today now my local sale i think i ended up at eight and they were mostly cheaper cars um i did i think i got one volvo that was like in the 19 range but everything else was probably under 10. So I felt good to be able to get that, but it was a big sale today. They had a bunch of cars and a bunch, you know, it was a promotion sale. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm still buying. I, I'm addicted. So even if they're high, I'm like, well, that's shiny. I don't know. That's it's a, I, I, it's I on sale. People, yeah. I tell yeah. people all the time, like, uh, Oh, you don't like to go to Vegas and gamble. I go, no, I like buying cars. That's, that's gambling enough for me. But what's interesting is you said, okay, you were buying in Orlando yesterday and you didn't get a car. I bought in Florida yesterday and I bought eight cars. That it's so, so funny how perception. Yeah. You were at Central, probably. You were probably buying at Central because I talked to a lot of people that ended up buying there, but at the Odessa one, I could, was it Central that you were buying? Well, I, I bought in Tampa and I bought Central yesterday afternoon. So it is. Yeah, it's, okay. it's super super interesting how how that that works, but uh, I think it was a little better there. I don't know. So, I was in a Tesla lane, and it was just it was insane. Tesla lane is always Tesla. hard. Yeah. What I find <laughs> is it's it's a lot mentality of the buyer, right? Like mm -hmm. like you're saying, Hubert. Like if if you feel like you have enough cars, you're looking for deals. Either either I need <laughs> a deal on a car. Or I'm okay buying the cheap, cheap stuff because for four or five grand, I can't go wrong, right? I'll buy those all day long. And oh, maybe, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe went in with the mentality of like, hey, I got 50 grand in my wallet. I need to take home eight cars. It's tax time. I would rather buy now than in four weeks when everything's definitely going through the roof, like it always does. Mm -hmm. I need to stock mm -hmm. up now on some holes that I have in my inventory. And I find that right now for myself. I'm, I'm only buying like one or two makes and models right now. And I'm not looking at anything else because I've got a lot that's bursting at the seams. So I'm not desperate. So I'm only looking for deals and I'm not willing to step up on anything. If someone, you know, they hit me back with a counter or something, I'm just, no, I'm, you know, I'm not going to overpay right now. So I think it's it's mentality. 
that we get in as dealers. Yeah, I think, I think, and this is one thing we're figuring out really fast and really hard, you know, around COVID, the $20,000 plus cars, they were, you could sell them. I mean, we didn't have any issues. And I guess, again, it's coming back to the interest rates. Now, $20,000 car, did, I'm not, I'm trying not to buy those. It's just like the, 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 it's just, it's, it's a harder sell than it used to be. It was so easy before, but now, you know, just adjusting. It's, 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 it's kind of like, and, and I'll talk, talk to John a lot of times. I'll look at what they did that day, and then that'll kind of help me figure out what I need to do. And if I can't get online and see what they did that day, I'll call them and say, hey, what, what have y'all sold? What have y'all got deposits on? Then, it, especially if they got a deposit on that certain car, I mean, you know, you'll try to find a replacement for that car. Vans, for us right now, we can say vans, vans are, are super hot. Yeah. Um, odysseys if you can get odysseys they seem to be what's mm. what people are wanting for us and and, and i'll tell you this Ooh. i mean i don't mind telling my secrets but right now mustangs and chargers man we cannot keep a mustang or a charger it's it's been fun but i, yeah, um, I, can't, of- I can't i can't keep chargers i can keep mustangs but it's so interesting vans and we i don't even i don't even buy them anymore but um so we're all kind of trying to stock up and and I did stock up uh, and I'm still buying um, lead into tax season here. And unless one of the things we want to talk about um, and all three of us can weigh in on this, Hubert, what is your preparation uh, for tax season? Like when it comes to the inventory side and you know, what, what are we, what are we doing? What should we be doing? John, what do you feel like from uh, people shopping? Are they are they waiting on tax money? Have they gotten tax money? Where are we right now mm-hmm. on on February fifteenth? I think as far as inventory goes, you're just we're, we and and I told my guys, yes, we're going to be buying less cars, but what we do need to do since we're not going to have enough cars to to work on so much, we need to be getting on those cars, checking them out, starting them, driving them, getting them ready because you don't want to sell. 15 cars in a day and have half of them, you know, get clogged up in the service. And so that's what we're trying to do right now. It's just kind of get prepared. You know, it's like the boy scouts always say, be prepared. I mean, I try to always, you know, to, to look at that and, and walk a lot. So that's, I would it, say that in, go ahead. I'm give sorry. it to me in a number. What day supply are you, do you have a goal you're shooting for? Cause it looks like you got about 140 on your website. Yeah. 146. And if you're selling about a hundred a month, do you, yeah. I mean, do you have another 50 in the back that are getting ready? So you got about a two month supply right now? No, not at all. Um, we've, we've got probably, I would say 20 maybe yeah. at, at the, the body shops and different, different, that's what's killing us, you know, is the body shop stuff. That's what takes. So you're, you've stocked up to about a 45 day supply, you know, say probably. you sell on average. Yeah. Luke, where are you at right yeah. now? 60 day. You're at a two month supply. I'm closer to like a three month supply. <laughs> which is why I stopped buying. So I just ran out of money. I got nowhere to park them. Yeah. But, but so Hubert, yeah. So, I mean, you sell a high volume where, yeah, you are running a little thin as far as maybe compared to Luke and I, but still, I would say a 45 day supply is respectable. Yeah. I, I would say when I look at the lot, we, we, we're, we sell a lot. In, and one thing that we end up doing a lot, and I'm sure everybody does this, but we we'll sell a car in the back. So, or, you know, the guys will, we got one guy that loves to sell out of the back before they get out of the out, uh, out so he's front. Them off the truck. Yeah, he's, he's selling them before I even buy them. John, how do you feel about that? I mean, he he moves cars. Yeah. It's this okay. Moves some cars. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, he is. Th- this guy is literally trying to put somebody in a car 
the I mean the moment it hits the the, the ground. You gotta love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we love that. Yeah, all I was gonna say with that, I was kind of going is that we've got m- a lot of those cars already up front, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got more detailers. We actually got our we're we're at four detailers right now, and that was always our kind of one thing that kind of held us back. So we do. I, I would say one thing that we're ready for tax season is we've never had this much staff. Mm-hmm. We've never had. We've got three technicians um, and a tire guy and four detailers, you know, and. So we're in a good shape going yeah, that, into that. Allow, and that allows Hubert to be more free in buying because now we have the the people to, you know, to get through them. So instead of them bottlenecking from service to detail, they're coming up to us at a more consistent pace, which, mm. you know, allows us to sell them quicker. That yeah. still yeah, doesn't that, sound like enough for 100 cars a month. I, so so I, was, I was about <laughs> to bring that up. But what's so funny is um, I have um, – I have six technicians for, let's say, 40 cars a month being sold. Um, Now, I guess one thing, you know, what I've always noticed is that buy here, pay here is a lot more labor intensive than than retail. Uh, We also we're also selling our service contracts and and this, that and other. But what did you say, three or four techs? How many techs? (laughs) Really, it's it's two and a tire guy. And, and 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 I got that member of me talk. We talked about yeah. my other guy Justin. Yeah. He he's kind of like making sure they're staying the, 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 together. Um, I mean, it's I, I, yeah, it's wild up here sometimes. I don't but, see yeah, how. Yeah. I don't see how. Y'all do you know, it. I know, I know. I, I I mean, I listen to y'all, and I'm like, okay. I'm, I I sometimes like I've told y'all before. I don't think they're doing enough, but shouldn't be complaining. I, they're um, doing. Then, they're doing a ton. We we run them ragged from the sales side. Yeah, I know. You know, with with getting through the stuff that Hubert buys, and then us harping on them to hurry up and get through them because we've already got them sold. Like they yeah. they they do a good job. They do, they do, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's it's um, you know, it's been and, and speaking of the back end again, it's been it's been trouble hiring. I've always I've struggled with one. I always had one good tech and tried to get another tech, and I just couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't. Finally, one showed up two months ago, and he's been great. So yeah, we're we're excited. So yeah, we it, it takes the strain off of me because I, I when I'm like I said where we're at is my shop where I'll do my work, usually electrical diag. Now I'm pretty much free to just buy. So it's it's been a blessing. So if you are running a buy here, pay here, and even if you're running a retail operation and you need someone to process your credit card payments, the guys at Blitz Pay are great. I just barely, barely switched over my whole buy here, pay here portfolio to Blitz Pay. And I have had zero pushback from customers. People are delighted with the ease of payment. We simply send them a text with a link. They click the link and that's their wallet with all their cards and they hit pay. They can set up their own auto pay. It's really been an incredibly smooth transition. And and I was scared. I was very, very nervous about switching my credit card processor, right? Because all of a sudden you have to set everyone up on auto pays and you got to get everyone familiar with it and comfortable. But this is honestly the easiest transition for our customers that I think it's actually improved and helped our collections because it's been so easy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the case in point. Uh, we switched a year ago. We had immediate buy-in and ease from our uh, customers to, to use the platform. Uh, my collectors bought in and, and learned how to use their collection platform a little better. It's, it's a, you know, it's just a help to, to IDMS or whatever uh, DMS you're using to get your collectors a little more involved and get your customers a little more involved and to get your payments processed. 
Yeah. And you found a way to do it where you've actually saved a ton of money, right? Because you revamped your payment policies and your late fees and things like that. So yep. it's a good time to look at that, guys. Call the, the folks over at BlitzPay. Let them know that the Independent Dealer Podcast sent you and you will get three months of free software and three months of free cash network. So their cash network is coming out. Yeah, where you, your customer can go to any, you know, 7-Eleven, CBS, a bunch of retail locations. They can scan a barcode, give the teller the cash for their payment, and it gets deposited into your account. So it's a cool, cool deal. So they're doing the three free months of software, three free months of cash network for our listeners when you mention that you heard it here at the Independent Dealer Podcast. Okay, so Huber, what I'm curious is before we get onto the retail side, talking about tax returns and things like that, one more question on the buying side. Are you do you feel like you're stocking up right now where you know prices are you know still kind of affordable, you know, based on all the MMR retention data, like we're still where we normally are year over year. And then of course, going into week 10, 11, 12, people start getting desperate as the tax money flows and everyone starts overpaying for cars just to stock their lots. What's your philosophy? Are you buying a bunch of cars now because they're cheap and then you just stop buying in March or are you kind of a consistent buy a little bit each week? Yeah, like like I know a guy who did, does that, uh, buy here, pay here, they buy all and then they just kind of quit. Now I, I pretty much keep buying and um, I just don't, I never really stop. I just get a lot fewer cars, probably like y'all. I mean, it's just like you're not buying a ton of cars. And then usually you get through it and you get your lots pretty much decimated. Hopefully, that's that's our goal. We don't have a museum. We we don't want these to stick around. We want them gone. So then, and then in May, you know, usually, you know, it's kind of starts to slow down May and June and just, but I, I really never stop. I kind of try to keep going. And that's, um, and I think, I think that's a good philosophy to have. I try to buy as many as I can leading in because I know it's just like you're talking about, you're not going to be able to buy very many. You're going to have to freaking search and search and search mm -hmm, and get mm -hmm. lucky and to buy, you know, for, for eight weeks, I mean, almost. Right? It kind of seems like those are the two philosophies, right? Like if you're a buy here, pay here dealer, it's just buy low, sell high. And it doesn't matter what it is or when or who or when, like, I mean, I've got cars I've been sitting on for th uh, 365 days, right? Like Same. eventually I'm going right. to find a butt for that seat. I don't care. That's right. But yeah. if you're retail, it's all about turn time, right? And you're going to chase the market up and you're going to chase the market down. And you're just going to ride those ways because your turn time is so fast that that's the mm -hmm. only way to survive, it seems like, in the retail world. Uh, yeah, I, I I completely agree with that. We, what we do, this is, and, and everybody does it, but what, what we try to do is, well, and John's, I mean, I bought once a week, maybe twice a week or, or every two weeks, I'll just start looking and we'll see what's old, what's, what, what, what's old, what's getting just no interest in it. And then we'll just slash them. And yeah. sometimes I'll freak them out. They got to go get more numbers because we sticker our cars. They're like, dude, we need to call the guy, get more numbers. Because we'll do, we'll sometimes we'll cut 39 cars. Yeah, they'll, do, they'll do a third of the lot. Well, and, you know, and, and it makes a huge difference. Two things we've noticed. I mean, it, it, in two weeks, I would say not always, but in two weeks, we sold half those 49 cars. Just um, because, just because of yeah, a price change. Just because of a price change. And, and then, how um, and how much do you yep. change them, Hubert? It all depends. I kind of look at costs and look at what the markup. And if some of them had a big markup, oh, yeah, I'll, 
I'll get to, you know, two grand over whatever. Some of them will be negative like all of us, but you know, um, it, it just depends. But yeah, most of them get cut. I'd say thousand to 1500. Yeah. Some, yeah, some of them, like we, we, everybody instantly goes back to their, their notebook, a customer notebook be like, look, man, like this thing just came down two grand or yeah. And yeah. Generate some interest again. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Y'all had me thinking about how many, you know, how many A's units I have. And I don't over 90 days and I've got right now, I've got 115 cars available over 90 days. I only have 24. So I, I, uh, I, I kind of feel a little, a little good about myself. Yeah. You're probably better shape than we yeah, are. We don't, we don't have a ton. We, 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 got, we got a couple, couple lingering uh, units, but. But you're like me. I'm sure you know when you buy a certain car, you're like, dude, that's this car is not going to last. But yeah, and they, buy, it always sits there forever. <laughs> yeah, it can or or it's not. The opposite. Yes, but, it is always the opposite. But, Something yeah. that's going to sit forever moves moves quick. Yeah, and yeah. we got we got a lot of duplicates. We just like certain cars. We'll just we'll just we'll know like our like I think you've seen. Um, we had a lot of Jettas. So we've actually got through some of the Jettas, but um, yeah, just just just. Yeah. yeah keep it going keep it rolling if, they, so, if they're not selling let's cut them yeah yeah and and john are you seeing a lot of customer interest for tax season have they been talking about it what, what are you seeing to to be quite honest um no we haven't even really heard the word tax season much at all huh. um and and i'd say over the last couple of years it's been kind of kind of much of the same um it's like we talk it up a little more than what we actually see we see pretty much a a consistent we may see an influx of phone traffic foot traffic that kind of thing but you know nobody's really talking much about tax season i wonder if it's because y'all sell so many cars in regular months that that you're not seeing a big bump during tax season but you're seeing tax money uh, you, what do you think about that jeff you think that could be a possibility Jeff, uh, we talk about it every week. We've been talking about it for years. If you don't have a reinsurance company set up, you got to do it. You got to call Buckeye Dealership Consultant today. Um, I, you know, I had a dealer reach out last week. Hey, what is what is DPI you're talking about, guys? It's CPI. <laughs> um, and it's a game changer. That's all I can tell you. It's a game changer for you buy here, pay here dealers out there. Um, I know it's hard for me to, to understand what I'm saying, but... CPI, collateral protection insurance, is key if you want your buy here, pay here dealership to run properly. And Buckeye's a place to get it set up for you. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I can't speak to that a lot. I know that as far as tax money goes, it's only people that have gotten refund advances at this point, you know, HR yeah. block cards, things like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, we outside of our tax max deals, yeah, yeah I have not seen a physical tax return, you know, refund yet. But yeah, we understandable, right? We're still a couple weeks out. Yeah, I mean, it's coming. So, I mean, just sit and relax, everybody out there, because the money's coming. Um, I hope it is. If not, uh, Jeff, you may have to find a new co-host because um, <laughs> I, I got a bunch of bunch of money on the line on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's the gambling that we do when we get in this business. Like you said, it's 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 just the gamble. You know, every, every, you know, you're going to win something. I mean, I lost, I wholesaled a car today. I think I lost 3,500 bucks on it, but I, I learned a lesson. 
I had not a couple, buying any escapes. <laughs> I had a couple of those last year. Uh, I don't like to talk yeah. about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems, it seems like when you're dealing with a, you know, that retail again, it's the turn time, right? And that's mm-hmm. so crucial to just take your lumps, take your losses if you have to, and just turn the car, you know, when it's time. And sometimes, yeah. and sometimes what happens, I mean, what, what happened to me a couple of times last year is I kept putting money in a car that I thought that finally was going to fix it and it never would fix. And you can't sell that car to a customer because you know exactly what's going to happen, right? So you just yeah. you just go, you know what? Somebody else can can have this beautiful piece for for the right money and hopefully get it fixed because I'm I'm done with it. So. Yeah, we had that with the Kia and an engine and we were like was, <laughs> we thought we could fix the engine and yeah, it ran great till he took it on a test drive and it blew up again. So it blew up <laughs> twice. So we're like bye-bye. Yeah, it gives all the it gives all the guys up front a little bit of, you know, a little gun shyness of, of was it a, a customer. What by chance was it a Kia Soul? Because Jeff loves those. No, it wasn't. Kia Souls are actually good. Sorry. No, no, you can't say that. Kia Kia Souls are actually good. It's the ones that, so what we figured out is the ones with the 2.4, for some reason, those are the bad ones. And they don't rarely put those in the souls. So, you know, it's something about that 2.4 engine. Man, Uh, I just, I I can't believe you just did that to me. Uh, Yeah. No, we probably have. How many souls? We, we, we got. Have? Uh, I, we sold two two souls already this week. You, you are you are missing the boat, um, Luke. Yeah. You can okay. be selling well, souls, I, man. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, you can. Be. Hey, the souls only need cats. You know, <laughs> like that's all. We do a lot of cats. We, we like that. Rock Auto, baby. Rock Auto yeah. at that's our so, place every day. So that's yeah, I I think you guys you do you do point out uh, uh, something we need to make clear to everyone listening is you guys have a niche, right? You have, even though, you know, you're not buy here, pay here, you're not this, you're not, you know, you're retail, but you have a price point and you know that mm-hmm. price point and you know who your customer is and you're staying right in that teen range because you can finance it. People can pay cash. You've decided to kind of play both sides. Whereas there's other dealers that are like, look, we only want to do off lease, right? We only want to do as low miles mm-hmm. as possible. And we're going to chase everything from 20 grand to 50 grand. I think it's a lot of dealers that get lost is when they kind of, they go into the no man's land, you know, and they got, they got some buy here, pay here over there. And they got some retail <laughs> and they got some 50 grands and they got some five grands and they're just buying everything that's shiny and looks good. You know, I think you guys are, have weathered any kind of a storm for that reason, right? I mean, you 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 kind of know who you are and your customers know who you are and to sell a hundred cars a month. I mean, that's that's an accomplishment in that. Doing so, doing something right. And and Hubert, did you ever join a 20 group or you you still no, still still it's not. too busy. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get them by cars. It's it's all that record keeping y'all have to do and all that homework. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I know it would be fun, but I, but I yeah, um yeah. possibly in the future whatever yeah. but yeah it's... cool well, to wrap this up guys any other like words of wisdom or advice you'd have for dealers listening uh things you're seeing out in the market or or strategies you're taking i would say just just keep keep buying like when you know even when and that's one thing i could say is is when it even when it's slow because we do have slow days we'll have days we don't sell so a lot and uh it's just to keep buying just keep buying because that's 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 the gasoline for our 
for what we do. I mean, even when you don't want to buy and you're like, oh, I don't know, but just keep buying. You know, so it, it may be slow for a week, you know, throughout the month, but it's not going to be slow forever. And so. you'll have those 10 car days and you're like, wow, okay, dang, I need to get busy. So, if, and if you don't buy, it just slows for us. It, it messes everything up. They don't have enough cars to work on. They'll get caught up. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's like being on the razor's edge, trying to balance like a bunch of different things. It keeps me up at night, but you know, it's <laughs> I, I think, it. I think that's very, very good, um, good knowledge there. Uh, one of my best friends in the car business, Eric Freeman, I asked him one time, I said, uh, Eric, when do you know you bought enough car orders? When do you, when do you stop buying? And he says, I, I'm, I've never, I've never had enough cars. And I mean, you know, he's selling 250 a month. He's like, yeah, I, I just never had enough cars. And, yes. and I think, I think that's how you have to live. You have to live like, wide open buy because we're gonna we're gonna sell them we're gonna sell these cars. Yeah, the, the, the goal is to keep hubert going if hubert is going yeah. that means he's buying that means we're selling so right. the goal is to keep him out of here yeah that's right that's right y'all got some so, deep pockets geez louise man <laughs> well i mean Buying. again I, yeah lord's blessed us i mean i i think i said this earlier i never expected to be you know selling this many cars my only goal was to get a swim pool and to take weekends off so it's 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 been good. So I don't know what a weekend is. So yeah, he, <laughs> he, he he's right. Well, yeah, he, he's working. Week. We're trying to implement where they can take more time off, but yeah, it's kind of kind of well, a bad thing. We're, we're we're definitely open on Saturdays. I mean, we thought about maybe trying to close after, Saturdays, but it just doesn't. After the last two Saturday, after the last two Saturdays, we have I may I may institute back to Saturdays, but oh, you're 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 opening again. Well, okay. we, we opened fe open February or March, and man, the last two Saturdays have been great. So I'm just like, hmm. oh, I don't understand that. Been, like okay, people are it, off gotcha. work. That's when they buy cars. I know it's the cra it's the craziest thing though. I mean, we can oh. have a beautiful day and it'd be nothing. That's right. You know, so it, we'll take we'll take what we can get. But we're here. Yeah. We're, we're here and ready. Yeah. Well, Hubert, John, thank you guys so much. Appreciate oh. your time. I know you're short-staffed. I got to get back to it, man. I hope you didn't miss <laughs> out on uh, miss out yeah. on sales or get further behind. No, anytime we can talk to y'all, man. It's yeah, I appreciate you having yeah. us. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening. Please leave us a review. We'll catch you in the next episode.